Hey guys, welcome back to Spooked in Houston. This is Ryan. This is Cheyenne. And tonight we have some Bigfoot we're going to talk about. Well, his is Bigfoot. I'm not exactly sure what the heck mine is, but... Uh, it, it was big and furry and walked on two legs. It probably was. I didn't see anything. That's, I... that's the scary part. <laughs> it it had the, the vibe of something like a Bigfoot with everything I'm going to talk about, but it was invisible. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. It was, it was very terrifying. Well, that's new. Yeah, very scary. <laughs> like I said, I had to prepare myself for this one. Okay. This is a, a bit out of order, but I figured I'd keep with the theme of what he's going to talk about tonight. So, yeah. All right. Kick yours off first so I can okay. prepare myself a little bit more. <laughs> it's hard for me to talk about this, y'all. Yeah, uh, several of my cryptid experiences are Bigfoot. I think most, almost half of them. Um, and... Almost, almost all of them have happened while I was hunting. Uh, the first time I uh, came across one, I was actually about to shoot a deer when the next thing I know, it's thrown me about 50 feet in the opposite direction and is killing the deer I was just about to kill. It's like, God dang it, there yeah, was my dinner. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and I was not about to argue with this thing <laughs> that just threw me. Yeah. Um and then I think the next time that I actually saw one was probably about two years later. I hadn't seen one for a while. And the next time I saw it, I was just out walking through the woods. And I came across a, a stream. And I saw something. Uh, I came across it, kind of took a couple drinks and started moving down. And as I was starting to move down, I saw something um, kind of big and brown off in the disc, uh, distance drinking from the water and so i thought maybe it was a bear so i whooped to get its attention mm -hmm. because uh you don't want to sneak up on a bear right you want to make as much noise as you can exactly so i whooped to get its attention and it turned to look at me and that was not a bear face that was facing me now well, it looked very humanoid and i was like Okay. Bigfoots do whoops and tree yeah. knocks to and communicate. Then, you might have just said hello and, and it stood <laughs> up, still staring me down. Uh -oh. And then nonchalantly stepped over the stream in a full. It went from standing still to almost a full stride run, and went up a steep embankment on the other side. Um, that was probably about seven and a half feet. It did it in like two steps. And then it was off in the brush. Mm. And shortly after that, I heard a couple tree knocks. So then it was like distinctive knock, knock. Um, like the, and then my next encounter, I was hiking on the Appalachian Trail. And I was up in North Georgia. I just started the trail. And I got this sense that I was being followed. And I figured on that, and then maybe there's somebody behind me that just happened to start coming up so i look behind me there's nobody there but i still get the feeling that something's following me so i try uh travel for about an hour and a half before i finally say all right fuck this shit and i step off the path um and i'm pretty familiar with the, the trail so i know how to get back onto the path from um where i'm going and i start going down into some kind of tougher terrain because if somebody's going to follow me then i'm going to make them work for it yeah and then I heard loud crashes coming from behind me. And I was like, whatever's behind me. Whoever's behind me is a big person. 
because it was it sounded like a large amount of uh, stuff was being moved and they were struggling to get through. And then it went silent behind me. And I was like, so, okay, I'm going to double back a little bit and try to get back and hop back on the trail. As I'm doubling back, I notice out of the corner of my eye something move from tree to tree off to my right. So I stop, I get behind a tree, and I kind of start peering. And not even 100 feet from me, uh, there's a face staring back at me in the bushes. It's like crouched low. And there's a face staring back at me in the bushes. And so I was like, hey, get. Come on now. And it's not funny. Quit following me. Yeah. And then it just kind of gave out this deep guttural growl that led into like this big howl that literally shaked me to my core. I could not move because I literally was frozen in fear. And the next move I made, I took off. And as soon as I did that, it busted through the bushes and came towards me mm -mm. and was straight up charging me. And all I see is like this mass of brown fur and muscle and uh, clear ape-like features just barreling at me with teeth bared and everything. So it was ready to get me and it's, I guess, it decided to stop short and didn't chase after me after that because I was able to, get, I got back on the trail and I went all the way back to my car that I left parked um, probably about to my, uh, at the parking area that you can park at um, for the trail. I, I booked it all the way back and I probably closed the distance that I did in less than 30 minutes. I, cause I did not stop running. Uh-uh, I wouldn't either. No. Uh, and it took me about... It, it took me a good three months before I decided I'm going to try the trail again. Um, Braver now would have been. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I tried the trail again. I go... Nothing, no... Nothing really eventful except for the creepy dude that was standing on the side of the trail up in West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> um... This one was definitely human. Gotta love a creepy dude. Yeah, this, de this guy was definitely human, and I think he was probably making moonshine up near there, and he was just watching folks go by, make sure they didn't come um, to the to the thing. You're, that's the strawberry one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my babe, y'all. It tastes good. Oh, it smells good, too. It smells like fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, so I get into Pennsylvania, and... I go, okay, I'm going to turn back now because I'm not going to take... I, I didn't want to take the whole uh, the whole trail um, because I had to get back for um, uh, a family event that was happening um, shortly then, thereafter. So I start trekking back from Pennsylvania. And I don't think I left Pennsylvania because I don't remember hitting... I don't remember seeing the marker for going into West Virginia. Um, but I just remember... Hearing, I, I had set up camp because by the time I hit that point, it was getting pretty dark. So I started to set up camp, and I was camping just off the trail, probably about 50 feet from the trail. And I start hearing whoops and knocks, and, and like, and it wasn't coming from just one area. You could hear a distinctive another part of the area further down the trail that I was going. Um, 
back towards uh it was coming from that end um and the original sounds were it sound like they were so loud it sounded like they were right on top of me but they probably were a good maybe 300 400 feet maybe from my campsite at the at the closest jesus they were loud mm. and it wasn't just one or two of them doing it i heard like eight distinct whoops and uh very dis and different styles of tree knocks you were running into a family i, I pretty pretty much either ran into a family or i ran into several families yeah and they were all communicating saying hey we're we're in this area and and all that and that it was amazing it was really cool to hear that um and then so i start trekking back and i got i just made it to the border of georgia i just made it to the border and i hear a loud crash off to my left towards the back um behind me it was off to my left behind me so i turn around to look because so um because if it was a fallen tree i needed to make sure that i reported it so that way nobody um got hurt and i didn't see a tree fall behind me but as I'm turning around to look behind me, I see off the side, kind of just peeking around a tree, um, kind of like a shoulder. It looked like a shoulder and there was a hand on the tree. And I'm like, okay, that's a little odd. And as I'm starting to size up, seeing where it is, I realize that the hand is probably about six feet off the ground. Oh. It was, it was a tall one definitely um it probably was if it had peaked i didn't see its head come around the corner but it definitely was probably almost uh either almost eight foot or over eight foot jesus it was it was tall it was tall mm -mm. um and there have been several instances where i found tracks and i've actually casted them and i sent them off to the uh bfro which is the bigfoot research organization mm -hmm. i've sent them off and um one of the founders of the organization have come uh, contacted me back about the tracks and said that they were genuine tracks. Oh, is that where they have that show on uh, the History Channel? Yeah, uh, no, no, and uh, Animal Planet, Finding oh, Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, that's okay. them. They're cool. Yeah, um, I've not met any of them personally, um, but it is pretty interesting talking to them about the different behaviors and uh seeing like oh yeah that's what i was experiencing i like bobo um He's oh my cool. god bobo's hilarious <laughs> there's a squatch in the <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah those were just some of my uh sasquatch experiences uh i've had a lot here on the east coast but i've also had way more on the west coast mm. way 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 more and um like it the sheer number that I've had here on the East Coast, um, probably numbers in about 25. Dang. In, on the East Coast, I've, I've maybe seen, I've maybe had 75, 80 different encounters. Ooh. Specific, like, encounters, not actual, um, not just... What you, you know, yeah. heard or whatever. Yeah, it was like actual encounters. Like, full them. on. Yeah. Saw them interacted with them um there was one 
uh, one of those encounters, um, I'm pretty sure it was a, a young one, a very young one, because it was small. It was almost my size, but it was still small yeah. <laughs> compared. Um, and so that was that was an interesting experience because um, I was literally coming out of my tent when in, I literally was maybe about that far from it. Oh, it was like I not even. It was not even six inches from my face. Oh, I staring at me. Oh my god. Uh, I'll, I'm oh, I did pee on myself. I'm being yeah. honest here. I peed on myself. <laughs> I'd be like, because uh, you're not expecting a face no. to be there when you poke your head out I'm of the freaking tent. That. Yeah. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't even want a squirrel like yeah, that. Yeah. I'd be like, what the heck? I peed myself and I screamed and went back so fast and so hard I actually ripped the tent off the stakes. <laughs> And, and like got all tangled up in the tent and I'm sitting here going great I'm gonna get freaking eaten like a burrito <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that was that was an insane experience that was insane um but yeah those are my Bigfoot experiences oh <laughs> mine I hope y'all are ready for this because I'm not <laughs> Um, it was earlier this year, like I said, I'm going out of order, uh, so we're looking at around March-April time frame. Um, I recently, at this point, got into arrowhead hunting, which mm -hmm. you can find arrowheads just like you can shark's teeth. Mm -hmm. So my sister and I, we decided to go down this one road that she absolutely hates, but it was pretty much daytime. And so we had this plan that after we ate dinner, we'd go down this road, and see what's back up in these in these woods right behind where it like it turns off to the left mm -hmm. you go down a driveway this way and you hit brian anthony's house but you go down this road and it just kind of loops around in a big like l yeah so we're eating dinner we finish it up and we start talking about the plan that we have for that night where we're just going to go out and see if we can find like a creek or a ditch or something to look for these arrowheads because we had never been back there before and we knew nobody else had either so it was very possible that it wouldn't be contaminated by humans or mm -hmm. anybody like that so we're talking about it we're getting the plan all set set up or whatever and my nephew's like atn can i go with y'all i'm like no baby it's a school night you know you got to wake up early for school in the morning me and mommy are just going to go look and check it out and if it's cool we'll take you back in the daytime we just want to make sure it's a good spot that way if we do find it to be a good spot you'll have a lot of fun so we're just gonna go look right now, but we'll definitely take you if you find any, if we find anything interesting. So he's like, okay, well that kind of satisfied him, and he went on to bed, and we got our flashlights. And my husband always told my sister, if you're gonna go walking anywhere, whether it be in the neighborhood or in the woods, take this knife with you. And it's a it's a decent sized knife. It's like this long, and it's got like these sharp points mm -hmm. all on it, like a serrated steak knife. But it's like for you know kings you know you could slaughter kings with this <laughs> knife it's it's not for a squirrel you'll demolish the thing and she also had a machete mm -hmm. so she's got this big bowing knife or whatever and a machete i'm walking with my knife that i used to have in my car which is the big long eight inch yeah. destroyer you know for for my protection well i took it i was like if anything's gonna fuck with us in these woods it's gonna have a hard time dealing with us because we're we're prepared she's got a big knife and a machete i've got a huge knife we're set we got our flashlights our phones are charged she's got my husband on speed down in case anything happens because we're going into unfamiliar woods we don't know what's out there so we get out there and we're starting to trek into these woods and it's probably 7 38 o'clock it's still daylight you know it's still springtime summertime or whatever and 
we're getting on into these woods a little bit and we don't get too far in and we come across a water source. And I'm like, look, there's a water source. I bet you that there's arrowheads and shark's teeth galore all over there. <laughs> so we start walking over to it and it's a pond. Just a random freaking pond. It's not like a runoff. It's not a, a, you know, spot in the middle of the woods where a lot of water has pulled. This is a legit freaking pond. And there's no houses around. So where the hell did this pond come from? And we're, we're kind of exploring it a little bit, but it's so thick and grown up. We can't really go one way or the other to fully go around the pond. And we're listening to the frogs and checking it out and looking around the bank or whatever. But we don't want to get too crazy because it's starting to warm up and we don't want to piss off any snakes. We've done had our share encounter with snakes. We're good. Well, there's this big pine tree and it's over on the right side of this pond. I said, well, in order to get around the pond, we have to go over this pine tree. And it's it's been there for a really, really, really long time. There's vines and moss and stuff all over it. And we check all around it to make sure if we jump over it, we're not going to step on a big timber rattler or something. So she jumps over first. I jump over second. And I kid you not, no sooner do we jump over this pine tree. This is where it all starts. We jump over the pine tree, and it's drizzling a little bit at this point, so we don't want to be out too long. And we take a couple steps away from the pine tree, and we hear what literally sounds like this pine tree that has been fallen for probably 10 plus years. I mean, it's damn near rotted at this point. It sounds like it just fell. It's very close, and it's right behind us. But the thing is, if you've ever been next to a tree whenever it falls, the ground shakes. Mm -hmm. And everything around it shakes. It's just drizzling. There's no thunderstorms. There's no wind. It's just a little, meh, a little mist, if you will. And she looks at me, and I look at her, and we're scanning the tops of the trees. Because we're thinking a big freaking branch just broke out of a tree, and we want to make sure it ain't going to hit us in the damn head. And we're looking, and there's, there's no leaves. There's no birds chirping there's no crickets there's nothing it's dead quiet I look at Shauna and Shauna's like what was that I'm like I don't know she said it sounded like a tree just fell I said yeah but where was the vibration where was the cracking noise it literally you heard it like it was breaking and then it just went dead quiet like the limb snapped but that was it there was there was nothing that nothing just the crack yeah we get around a little bit further past this tree we get around the tree and we come across this little stream and I mean a little stream you could stick your foot from one side to the other and and you'd cover the stream it's a very it's like a foot wide very small mm -hmm. but it's better than nothing and we decided to abandon the pond idea it's probably snake stories all up in there <laughs> and we followed this little stream well I see a light on the right side I'm like okay we know where we are. That's Brian Anthony's house. Mm -hmm. So he's off to the right of us. So if we go to the left, we keep going to the left. We'll cut down into Tabitha's yard, which is a friend of hers from high school. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just jump out off of Tabitha's yard and then we'll come up, up the street and then we'll head home. Mm -hmm. We're following this stream and we're looking for arrowheads. We're finding little flakes of chert here and there. And we get about halfway, and the stream is going to the west. And we're still seeing Brian Anthony's yard over off into the right. 
And as we're following this stream, she keeps turning around and looking at me. I'm like, I'm still here. She's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I was like, what are you talking about? She said, do you hear that? I said, hear what? And she's like, well, let's just walk a couple more steps. You'll see what I'm talking about. I have no idea what she means. So we walk. And then sure enough, I hear it. Imagine mine and her footsteps is something else. And it's two-legged. It's not four. It's not a deer. It's not a bobcat. It's nothing native. Not even a dog. It's got to be a person. So then every hair on my body stands up and I get goosebumps from hell. And I'm like, we're being followed. And we're shining our lights. She's got a big flashlight. I got my flashlight. And we're scanning everywhere behind us. And it's not that thick of woods at this point. We're pretty much open. And there's like little gullies and hills and stuff. And we don't see nothing. But it sounds like it's two feet away. Like right behind us. And she's like, well, we're just going to cut the trip kind of short. Because we don't need to be out here too much later. We check our phones. It's only 845. Everything's going well. We've only been in the woods about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So we keep walking. And it follows. Well, we start walking a little bit faster. And it starts keeping pace. And I was like, I don't know about you, Shauna, but I don't feel like this knife is going to do damn near a thing to whatever is following us. I don't know why, but I don't feel like it's human. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't either. Let's just get the hell out of here. So we start hauling ass. And at this point, we have abandoned going west, and we just go up this big ass hill. Mm -hmm. And it's straight up. I mean, I'm damn near pushing on her ass to get her up, and she's <laughs> pulling me up by the shirt trying to get us out of here like big Cisco first you know baby sister's gonna follow and we go straight up this hill and it's I feel like it's just gonna grab me in any second whatever mm -hmm. it is I keep turning around looking I can't find out what it is we get out of this this hill and there's no fence stopping this hill from from what's up top and we wind up in a subdivision and I'm like, where the fuck are we at? I don't remember a subdivision being behind the house. We've been going west this whole time. We go straight. It ought to just lead into more woods. We were just going to go straight up this clearing and then jump back to the right to go back to her house. Hmm. That's where I thought we were going. I thought we were going west the whole time. We were going north. The reason I know this is because we get in the subdivision and we come across the street, Adirondack Street. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where in the name of God are we? She looks it up. We are just on the outskirts of Kathleen. Hmm. We are 10 minutes away from the house by car. Wow. Explain to me how the hell somebody can be in the woods for 15 minutes and wind up 10 miles away. That don't make much sense. No, We've walked to the grocery store and back in an hour and it's not even a mile. So I'm sitting there trying to figure out how the heck we're going to get home. We're following this neighborhood for miles. And by this point, it's raining hard. Mm -hmm. And we finally make it back onto the road. And it's Old Perry Road. Mm -hmm. And we're walking down Old Perry. And then we have to walk back up this older part of uh, County Road. Mm -hmm. We have to walk back up County Road, get back on 3rd Avenue, and then walk all the way up. Yeah, We're out of the woods for a solid hour. Just yep. trying to get back home. We get back home, and this entire time, I don't know why it never occurred to us to check our phones to see what time it was. We get home, and we're greeted by my aunt and my sister's boyfriend. They're like, where the hell have y'all been? 
And we're thinking we've only been out for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And Shauna's like, we were just out in the woods looking for arrowheads and we got kind of turned around. So we had to find another way back. We didn't want to tell her what had happened because she wouldn't let us go back. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to go back, it's going to be in the daytime. Yeah. You know, we're going to get smarter about this. And her boyfriend looks at her and he's like, do you have any idea what time it is? Logan's got school in the morning. Y'all have been out for two and a half hours. We look at our phones. It's after 10. Oof. When we last checked our phones, it was only eight something. Hmm. We calculated it took us about an hour to get back. We look at the map and there's no way from where we were at, because we Google mapped it with the satellite Mm -hmm. and the terrain, we could see the pond in the Google Maps. And we could see the little stream if we zoom in good enough. Mm -hmm. From where we were headed and where we came out at, we didn't turn around. We, we were going this way, and then we went up. It's saying that we never went up. That we were going straight the entire time. Hmm. So how do we wind up, say, say we're over there at CVS. Mm-hmm. And we think we're walking this way. Mm-hmm. Tell us how we got from over here to behind the woods at CVS. Hmm. And then it said that we wound up 10 miles away from the house. We got to thinking about it, and I'm like, there's there's no way. We've never lost track of time like that. We've been doing this for years. What we think happened was we ran into a portal in those woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know this for a fact, but this is the only thing I can come across. And we got to talking about it, and we spent the next two or three hours that night staying up talking about it. And I was like, well, screw the portal and the time difference. What the hell is following us? She's like, I don't know. I said, well, you had your machete and your knife. She said, to be honest, I didn't feel like that was going to do a damn thing. Yeah. I said, well, I had my knife in my hand the entire time, and I felt like whatever was, was with us was going to grab me at any second. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't have stood a chance. Like I did not feel like that knife was going to protect me. I didn't feel like a thing could have protected us from whatever was following us that night. We were followed for probably eight, ten minutes. It felt like five or six hours. Wow. Like, I've... I've never been so terrified in my life. We have yet to go back to that area. We went back one other time, and we had brought my friend Pierce with us. And we went broad daylight, and we just took him to the pond. And he's like, well, come on, let's go explore. Mm -mm. No, we ain't going past that pine tree. He's like, oh, come on, it's just a pine tree. No, it's not. Whatever happened to us started after we crossed that pine tree. We're not going there. Oh, come on, I'll give y'all each 50 bucks. Got it right here. Pulls out $100. 50 for her and 50 for me. I said, Pierce, there ain't no force on heaven and earth to get me to walk over that pine tree. I don't care if you pay me $10 million right here, right now. Not happening. I've never in my life been so damn terrified. And I've been in the woods ever since I was a kid. I've always brought protection with me. I've always brought a cell phone and a flashlight and, you know, some... I've stayed close to home. I've been smart about it. Mm-hmm. So has she. She's been in the woods her whole life. That was our playground when we were kids. We didn't have TVs and mm-hmm. game cubes and all that. We played in the woods with sticks and bugs. That was our ent- entertainment, and we loved it. So I thought, cool, let's go find a stream and look for arrowheads. I ain't done that since. I've never been so terrified in my life. But, yeah, that was my 15-minute encounter. <laughs> <laughs> you were well, longer than me this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I had to prepare myself for this one because, you, you see, I, it's hard for me to talk about. I I damn near couldn't get it out without reliving the whole thing all over again. Yeah. But you want to know what's weird about 
not just the whole time slip thing, but when you started telling your story, the wind picked up like really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not even calmed down a little bit. No. And it was perfectly still, and there was no sign of any wind before you started talking. And then the moment you started talking, it whipped up out of nowhere. I saw that. I was watching the leaves as I was talking about it, and it's like the deeper I got into the story, the harder it blew. Yeah. And, and right now, it's, it's still blowing. It's, it's like every blowing time, pretty good. Every time I talk, it picks up. Yeah. But whenever we, a little bit more of a tidbit of, of all this, as we were walking back by the same woods mm-hmm. when we were coming up county, um, I could feel something was watching me. Mm-hmm. I could feel like it was whatever had followed us was still in those woods looking at us. Mm-hmm. It was the same feeling. It left whenever we were in the neighborhood, and I felt kind of safe because there was houses and stuff around. And even though as we were walking, and it's still raining, we're soaked by the time we get back to her house. Even though there was cars just constantly back and forth, back and forth. That. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. I mean, I felt like whatever it was was still in those woods. And I can't bring myself to go back down that road. She's never liked that road ever since she was younger and see that area that you're talking about i've actually been in that area i've never had that experience before but i excel except for the like the constantly being watched i remember that that but and the only reason i kind of dismissed it was because there are houses out there i figured maybe somebody could see me from where they were or was in the uh in their portion of their property and they were just kind of watching see what i was doing or and obviously wind is ridiculous i wonder if it'll die down i doubt it all right well we thank you for joining us tonight uh if you have any stories or any feedback you want to send us please send it to spooked and houston podcast at gmail.com and we really look forward to hearing from you guys all right keep it spooky y'all see you later bye bye